0: We're ending our sermon series uh, today on individual prophets. We've been taking a look at some of the specific prophets throughout the history of Israel and Judah. And today we are turning to Isaiah. And even if the prophets are new to you, you have heard Isaiah. He is quoted um, especially at Advent and into Christmas. And he's quoted more, I think, than even the gospel writers who write about Jesus's birth when we're looking to understand that time we really look at Isaiah and so you know him from things like arise shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you uh, you know Isaiah too for this verse for to us a child is born a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulders his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. We have several more. I could just read Isaiah quotes to you all morning, this morning, the ones that are familiar to you. and We just fill our time <laughs> that way, but we're going to stop there for now because I want to take a look a little bit at how Isaiah came to write the things that Isaiah wrote. And I remember from the movie Shrek where Shrek says um, ogres are like onions. Onions have layers. Ogres have layers. And scripture is also like an onion. I think that's especially true when it comes to the prophets and especially the ones that we know so well. The layers that we have understood and read and drawn comfort from over history are important and it's important to go back and look at where those come from. So I want to do a couple quick things about Isaiah first. The book that we call Isaiah is actually written by at least two different people and it covers some vastly different points in history. First Isaiah uh, is writing in about 742 BC. It's a time when King Uzziah died, and it's the beginning of this really tumultuous period of transition and takeover for the kingdoms of the Hebrew people. That's about the first 39 books of Isaiah. Second Isaiah writes much later. That's chapters 40 through 66, And he's writing about 200 years later, in about the year 560. So in that time, um, the people are weary. There's been a lot that has happened in those 200 years. And all of the things that the previous prophets that we looked at had warned about had come to pass. Jerusalem had been destroyed. Israel was in exile, and so by the time 2nd Isaiah is writing, the questions that they are asking is no longer, how do we stop these bad things from happening, but what do we do now that they have happened? Jewish scholar Abraham Heschel says of 2nd Isaiah, he is a prophet who writes tempered with human tears he is mixed with a joy that heals scars and he clears the way for understanding the future in spite of the present the passages of isaiah many of the ones that we turn to kind of illuminate this path for us when the way seems especially uncertain I was thinking about the uncertainty that Isaiah addresses as I heard this interview with a woman who is now a behavioral scientist. Dr. Maya Shanker talks about how she came into the work that she does now. And as a child, Dr. Shanker was a musical prodigy. She picked up the violin at, I'm thinking, around age seven, and she fell in love with it. She practiced long hours and she talks about how her mom never had to wake her up at five to get her practice in. She was up and ready to practice. All of this uh, practice and her natural talent paid off. She ended up studying with some impressive people, including Itzhak Perlman, who invited her to be his private student. By middle school, she had this list of impressive performances, ones that even and I recognized, and I am not a musician. Her future looked well-mapped and very bright in the musical world. And then in the middle of a concert that she was performing in high school, for no apparent reason, a tendon in her finger tore. Looking back on this now, as an adult, Dr. Schenker talks about the grief of that time, about trying to push through for a while, hoping that all of the doctors were wrong and that she would play again. She talks about how her teacher, Itzhak Perlman, even refused to give up, and so they practiced together for a year, even though she couldn't play. All of the years, that she had put in, all of the promise, all of what seemed like her future changed in a minute. We all know what it's like to lose dreams of some kind, whether it's job changes, school changes, a pandemic. All of these things change who we are and they change who we wanted to be. I think often of a woman that I sat with in this hard moment in the middle of the night in a hospital waiting room after I gave her some devastating news. She said, I was a different person yesterday. Not my life was different yesterday, but I was different yesterday. Life changes are never just life changes. They are identity changes. And they happen at all these different levels throughout our lives. And sometimes we're tempted to think that maybe something is a small change, but it never is. These things change who we are because they change who we think we can become. Isaiah is straddling this space between grief and hope. He's looking into the future, and he's seeing signs that things will get better, but he's also recognizing that they won't be what they were. Author Kate Bowler talks about this kind of lostness in her own journey with cancer when she says, I used to think that grief was about looking backward, about." old men saddled with regrets, or young ones pondering all their should-haves. But I see now that grief is also about eyes squinting through tears into an uncertain future. In the midst of chaos and change, Isaiah turns to God. But it's not in the perfect way that we sometimes imagine that spiritual people who go on to be quoted all over the place in the Bible turn to God. It's not all rosy and content. His conversations with God are frustrated and they are demanding. Where are you in this, God? And we might resonate with this aspect of Isaiah, the way that he moves between the comfort that we first heard as I opened and the grief that he voices. He says things like, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God, and I will strengthen you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. And on hearing those words, only a few verses later, Isaiah talks about feeling the absence of God, even in the midst of proclaiming the presence. He says, God, there's no one who calls on your name or attempts to take hold of you. You have hidden your face from us. In difficult times, in times of change, we often say to ourselves or to other people, have faith. But what Isaiah helps us see with these conversations is that faith isn't something we just do or have. It's something we try. It's something that we move in and out of. And that doesn't mean that it's completely beyond our control it does mean that sometimes it's more complicated than at other times. It means that we can't force it, we can't grab it and have it, but we can nurture it and grow it. Buddhist teacher Pema Chodron tells of this time that she wrote to her students with one simple question what is your refuge what is your refuge and i know we're in church and so everyone knows that the correct answer to this question is god (laughs) but in reality what are the things that you turn to when you are lost Where do you find comfort in the moments of grief or uncertainty? Pema Chodron talks about some of the answers that she got back, and she includes some things that we all might resonate with. Potato chips, a long bath, exercise, Netflix binging, And we don't list those things with a sense of judgment, really, for one or the other. Some of them are really reasonable things to do when you need to regroup. It's just that in the interest of nurturing our faith, it's also helpful to recognize what are the first things we turn to? Where are the places that we find refuge in a storm? And the reason we ask that is because there's something powerful about simply raising our awareness before we even try to fix anything. With awareness comes possibility. And so as we understand what does it feel like to take refuge in something, we can begin to understand what it might mean to take refuge in God. That's what Isaiah is looking for in his own wrestlings and ponderings, and it's ultimately what he offers us. Because Isaiah is willing to do this work of living out his grief of talking to God and writing down the questions and the answers, he ultimately comes to this place where he brings us a promise. And the promise is simply that God is faithful. We might struggle to see the possibility in the midst of loss, but God doesn't. And so where much of the life of faith, of this nurturing the possibility, is about living in mystery, God shows us, that, or Isaiah shows us, that it is also this same sense of mystery that brings strength. That's where Isaiah ultimately takes his refuge and so over and over again as he is wrestling and pondering he's also looking back to see the things that God has done before as proof that more is possible here's an example from chapter 40 as Isaiah ponders who is this God that brings comfort And Isaiah says, who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and marked off the heavens with a span? Who has enclosed the dust of the earth in a measure? Who has weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance? Isaiah goes on to say, even the nations are like a drop from a bucket, and they are accounted as God takes up all of these things. The same things that make us feel powerless, the things that we don't understand, the shifting and the uncertainty at personal and national and world levels, are the same things that Isaiah ultimately finds comfort in. What might make us feel powerless or small, like looking up at the stars at night, also shows us that God brings things together in a thousand countless ways that we don't understand. For Isaiah, these become the reminders that God's work is unfolding. And as we close this series on the prophets, it seems like the right place to leave things. We do not yet understand, but we do know that God's work is unfolding.